0: Welcome to the Freedom City Church podcast, a podcast designed to help your faith thrive. We hope you enjoy today's message. Right, okay. Um, I want to introduce the speaker today. It's Dave. Well, <laughs> and it's me. Um, I am. I am uh, going to share a little word today. Now, I. I would firstly like to give props to Chris, It was a great word last week. Um there was it's great to get those uh words that have a lot of good structure but are just good practical. Like you go, oh fire up. Point seven, I'm gonna think about that all week. <laughs> or whatever it was, you know. Um and there was a couple of really good points in there that I took home and and I was already starting to prepare a word uh and it's slightly like off-railed mine because I'm like that's a really good point. It's like I'm going to have to think that through with the way that I share what I was going to share. And then I actually, like, uh, the original what I was going to share, I sort of exegeted because Andy teaches us cool stuff. Uh, I did that and found out I was wrong about what I was thinking I was going to teach. So, hey, do that, guys. Do that all the time. Uh, So I've... I've had an interesting journey towards this message and it's still a little bit fragmented and I'm I'm okay with that because I don't think I'll ever have this sort of thing completely nailed uh, and that's good, you know, we're all just learning our way through life, etc. I'm just getting messages from the renovation I'm doing, probably not the best time, <laughs> all good, all good. Um, Can we get that slide up, Sam? This is the title of my message today. Worst camping trip ever. This was at a festival. I think it was actually uh, over here, Um, or was an Australian festival somewhere. But anyway, just it's just a visual stimulus. It's not that actual story. Anyway we all uh know the story of exodus or was it exodus uh numbers deuteronomy joshua yeah the way out the 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 leading moses leading the israelites out of out of slavery out of captivity out of whatever that was in in egypt and uh parting the red sea doing all this cool stuff there going they went to mount sinai next and they got the uh Commandment, no, the uh, what's the next bit called? They got the no, they already had them, they had the the, yeah, 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 the next lot. Um, oh, it was like a it was like an expansion of the law, sort of thing, like a lot more, all these all all these new ones, all about social justice and how to how to like act morally and all sorts of cool stuff. And Moses got that and shared that around, so they're at Sinai for a year, I think, around about, and then uh. And then they went on to this this 40-year desert camping trip. Sounds terrible. It's that kind of desert too. It's like above the Moab Desert. So it's like – it's not a nice desert. It's not like Durian Bay or something like that. It's like a – it's a desert desert. It's a horrible desert desert. So they – anyway, I found out. I did a little bit of like looking around about that. And so they took 40 years uh, people have done the walk, like, so there's a walk that quite a, a reasonable amount of uh, explorers or adventurers do now, and it's about two weeks, it takes about two weeks to get from Sinai to to cross the Jordan into approximately where they think it would be. Uh, but it's about a two-week trip, and they took 40 years to do this. Uh, and the crazy thing I found out was the, the desert that they were in, from a lot of, Parts of that desert, you can see the Jordan River, like you know, far distance, but you can see where the mountain range and so there would have been times where it was potentially, and obviously I wasn't there, but uh, there was there was times where they could have potentially had vision, visual confirmation of where the crossing to this promised land could have been, you know, like I'm that's conjecture, but uh, the whole time, so these guys are these guys are all. You got. I, I try and imagine what this group of people was. There's thousands and thousands and thousands of people trying to flee, and and there would have been the whole, the whole like uh, spread of a people group sort of thing. There would have been the people that were just like absolute Moses as our hero, the, the full pro-Moses, pro-Moses contingent of that party, they would have just followed him anywhere. And then there would have been the people in the middle that were just like, yeah, I suppose this is going to be better. Like, I, I hope so. Like, I've always voted Moses, so, you know, <laughs> I suppose we'll carry on. We'll just, just follow him for now. And then there would be the people that were just like, well, Egypt was pretty crap. Like, let's see how this guy goes. You know, there would have been people at that end of that that thing as well, where they were like, okay, well, let's see, let's see what this guy can actually do. Um, it better be better, <laughs> sort of thing. Um, and so, they've, but I keep trying to remind myself that they've literally seen full scale, crazy miracles happen by this dude, Moses, through God. Like, they definitely believe and have seen these things happen and then they get to this this uh this mountain and they get all these amazing download like this incredible wealth of knowledge and and that out of god direct and all the stuff's going on and then they get to this desert and the 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 desert they don't when they get to the desert Moses doesn't go okay well, we're going to start this desert camping trip but it's going to go for 40 years like that's not a thing like he isn't like he hasn't predicted that but yet no one else is like Man, we we follow this guy in, but it's going to be 40 years. You guys got enough water? Like, no one's thinking that. They're just, they're just still escaping. They're still just trying to get from, from a bad situation to this amazing promise that they've got over here, this promised land that they've been told about, but haven't seen, don't know really much about yet at that stage. Um, and so they're just moving forwards following this dude, hoping, hoping. Probably, Probably a big proportion of that group of people are just hoping. More than believing, I, I'm imagining. I, that's an, again conjecture. Like I just look at a any given group of people that I know. <laughs> you've got a a, a scale <laughs> sort of 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 how much invested they are in anything. You know, um, you see that today more than more than you normally see that just because we see everyone's bloody group on Facebook or whatever. You know, everyone's telling you what they think all all the time now. But uh, everywhere they went, every every new place they got to you had some people in that group or some people in that camp that were still pro the vision, still like, yeah, but we're going to the promised land. It doesn't matter about the snakes. Oh, but we're going to the promised land. No, it was just a little flood. Like they were still like on that bandwagon, away we go, away we go. But then increasingly as they hit challenges after challenges after challenges on their way through this place, they would just stop and grumble and moan about, oh, there's no this and there, there's no that. And then when God did provide a, a way out of that particular, you know, when, when they were didn't have any food and God provided this amazing food that was completely sustaining them and all that sort of stuff, they're still, oh, it's bloom. not very salty or whatever it was. You know, they're com- complaining about that. They're complaining about the heat. They complain about the camping. They're all the way. There's just a roadblock, 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 roadblock. And I I uh I was trying to sort of like in some ways compare that to me. Bring that into my own way of thinking in a day or in a week or whatever. And at this and at that stage of reading through the story, I was really struggling. I was really struggling to find a, a reasonably direct, like line in, into that because because I don't I don't sort of see my week as constant challenge, like you know line after line after line of like full on challenges. These guys aren't having. I would imagine that a lot of these guys aren't having good days, like maybe ever in that 40 years. They're in deserts, they have to move every week, move this entire city of people. Like you'd be doing very little other than like surviving in the desert or moving to the new place to survive in the desert. Like there'd be not a lot of, you know, they probably didn't have tennis courts or swimming pools or, you know, they would just, they would be in survival mode 90% of the time. Um, probably the only people there that were finding joy in that space would have been the kids, because kids just have this knack of just just enjoying life, you know. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. Good call, good call <laughs> for the internet users there. there was Chris saying or hate it, because kids do tend to polarize the room. <laughs> um, so, so there's this there's this loop cycle. Developing of Moses going, okay, guys, we're moving camp. We're going to here, and the and the Israelites going, oh, not again, and oh, wonder if there'll be any water. I wonder if we'll be able. What if this happens? What if that happens? And these this 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 almost you know rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat, um, and you see you see this people group getting further away in in like not in distance but further away in their ability to get there from their promise, from this vision, from this thing that they all wanted to achieve. Everyone there wanted the promised land. No, you know, no, no one was there going, ah, sort of like the desert, was camping things pretty rich. That wasn't a thing. This was an awful experience, you know? but they all wanted to get to this place. But the more they moaned and grumbled, the more they focused on the rubbish parts of their situation, the less they could see that the promised lands a couple of valleys away. Quite, like literally, <laughs> a couple of valleys away. They sent they regularly sent scout parties out to find, you know, like when, when they were going to move camp, they'd send, a, they'd send people ahead. There was these scout parties to go and find the next place to go. You know, they'd be looking for water or for shelter for the camels or what, you know, like be looking for these certain things to walk towards or whatever. Um, and And the... the often those scout parties would go over a over a hill and they would have seen, like they would have seen rivers and they would have seen, because it's it's a massive desert, but it's not the kind of desert that if you're from that area, you'd get lost in for 40 years. That's not a, you know, that doesn't, it's just, you, that group of people, it's just crazy to think sort of thing. Um, so this is when I started thinking, I think I get, I think I can think, I think I see this in my life. Where, I, I talk about, and I'll do this all the time when someone will say, "Oh, how's your week?" And we, I'll be like, oh, "I'm flat out," or oh, "I'm so busy," I got so much on, and I dramatize like it's we in a in, a, in like a, a funny way. We've we've created this this language around success. That is, you have to be, if you're not busy, if you're not flat out, then like, you must be like, well so you're on holiday at the moment. Like, you can't just have the right amount of work on, or you can't be really stoked to be busy, like, to have a lot of work. Like, I'm, I'm at the moment, I've got more work than I can calendar, but if I say I'm busy, when I say, like, to a client, and I've, this is what I'm trying to get to with the language part of it, is like, I've, I'm trying to remove that word flat out and busy out of my vocab because when I say that in front of a client they go oh well I'll bring someone else because you don't want someone that's like got no space like this sounds like it might it might sort of lean towards people going oh well he must be really good at what he does if he's got that much work on but it doesn't that doesn't really compute to sales but it also doesn't in, in our personal lives it also doesn't work out well for us. If you're saying, if, you're, if your words, if the way that you're thinking about stuff is that you can't handle it, it's too much. It's, if you're using those sort of words, A, people around you are gonna go, okay, well, they don't have time. I won't, I won't call them for a coffee and see how they're doing. But you're also, you're also losing sight of the promises, of the vision, of the future that you know, that you know is there for you. So God has these incredible promises for us. But when we, when we focus on how little time we have left at the end of a day, or when we focus on how I don't like the car that I've got because it keeps breaking down, or I don't like the house I'm in, or I don't like the job I'm in, or, when, when those are the things that are on the tip of your tongue or at the front of your thought process, then it somehow somehow that stops us seeing much further forwards than whatever it is we're talking about. Um, it's a, really strange, it's a really strange little circuit, and I've, I'll, I'm still trying to work out whether it's actually almost by design in us, like God designed, that, that we can create that loop, that loop that sort of stops us, so that we have to actually break out of it to move forwards. We have to stop focusing on little trivial things. To move forwards, and I'm, I don't know that. Yeah, you know, I'm still. That's still just a thought processing around. But it's, it almost feels like it. It almost feels like a God thing, where you, you know, it sort of just slows you right into it until you until you decide. No, no, God did promise me I have freedom. I am. I am loved. I do have time to talk to God. I, I do have enough money. I if I just did this and this and this. Like when you break through through into that, you're in this better, like such a better space. Um, there's a a famous prayer, like in the uh, Jewish people pray this, the Shema um, prayer, at least daily. Most, I think, it's a couple of times a day in a in a you know practicing place. It's actually Deuteronomy six, four to five, um, and this is translated, retranslated in the by the Bible Project guide to Mackie. So this doesn't quite sound like you might have read it in your Bible, but it's this is taking into account the Hebrew words and stuff a little bit more accurately. Um, listen, Israel, the Lord is our God, the Lord alone, and you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your being, and all your might. Now, the the interesting thing there is in that, the word there that is listen, at the start of that, uh, listen is a, simultaneously a uh, action word and a another the other one, yeah. Describing so uh, so it's an action and a and an internal sort of thing. So when you when you listen in in this context, you listen and and then there's an action of love to God, and then the that you listen and you act. You listen, love God. Listen, love God. Listen love God. There isn't like, there isn't like, listen, consider circumstances, love God. And then love God, reconsider, or like observe, observe lifestyle, listen to God. No, no, there's there's this, there's this like remove, somehow sort of almost remove from your circumstances, this loop pattern that they've, that they've found so important that they, like they religiously put that into their minds twice a day. That's so important to them, to to have that loop in their head that they are to love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your being, all your might. Um, and, and Moses, this is when Moses teaches this to them at, in this time. So when they're going through that desert, when they're going through all those hard times, they're repeating that prayer Twice a day they they do saying that prayer, so they're like I don 't know about you guys, but if there was a, a a prayer like that that I was repeating twice a day, that would somewhat stay on my mind to to a certain extent, especially after a couple of years of doing that or something um, so these guys are in this desert in this difficult place in this trying situation with challenges and that and and they're and they're Regularly reminding themselves that the goal here is to listen to God and to love God, yeah, obey to love God, uh, and they still just find this other loop to, to concentrate on. <laughs> they still like sit over here and and just concentrate on their situation, on their consequence, on the consequences of it being in the desert or whatever that is. And I wonder if there is like a, I, I wonder, and this is this is where. This is where in the message in the message or the the what I've been writing up and studying i'm start I start to sort of like fizzle out a bit to be honest because I think after here this is this is somewhat untested territory for me uh i i I've been able to uh be in church for a long time now and be under uh serve and 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 be led by some really amazing uh, pastors and teachers and preachers and that, and I've learned incredible stuff. I've been held accountable by some amazing people, and I've I've been very very blessed. But I still find myself lacking the maybe discipline. Maybe it's a discipline thing, but to stay in that loop of listen to God, love God, listen to God, love God, listen to God, love God. I still find myself. Telling people that ask me how my my week's been, oh, God, yeah, gee, mate, I've got so much work on. Oh, I can't do this. The phone's off the hook. I can't. Oh, I've been trying to do that. That's still my cliche answer to how do I feel. Instead of in, instead of like, listen to God. Love, if if I was in that loop, I'd have a different answer. There'd be a different answer on my tongue. I'd be thinking about this this like myriad of promises and love that I've received from God that is just such a better answer than like yeah it works quite busy like where do we where do we find that where do we where do we get to a point that that's our identity is how how you're doing it work now you know um, it's a really strong when you put it out there when you say it out loud it seems Bizarre and silly straight away. Work's a large part of what I do in a week. So obviously, it plays a part in who I am and, like, you know, like in a story of how my week's going because it's there. But maybe, maybe it's more about the language that I choose to use around that. Maybe, maybe I start to choose to describe how lucky I am, how blessed I've become to have more work than I could ever do. And that's telling of a promise of God, you know. Maybe I, maybe I talk about how I'm really tired at the moment because I'm working really hard, but man, God sustains me through this. You know, I'm, I'm healthy, I'm well, I'm happy, surrounded by good people, you know. So um, I think the, the, the uh, conclusion of what I'm trying to say is that at the surface level, and then probably outside of my understanding, way deeper than I could imagine, our language limits our outcomes as much as our language propels our outcomes and throws them out as high as we could imagine. Uh, so I'm gonna leave it there and just encourage you to, to uh, read through the, those, those books of the Torah and really de- like really start to see that picture that God's trying to show us in that of, of the way he, he can take us through anything, the way he leads us through anything, the way he, he is there in all these places and spaces. Um, but find, a, find a, a, a good guide through that because if you just read it and just try and sit there and read it and intellectualize it yourself, you'll do what I've done for 20 years and just think I knew what I was talking about. Um, and I didn't, I needed some really smart people to read it and then write some cool stuff about it And then I, then I got it and it clicked and it was, it was really good um, But I'm just going to pray for us and then we'll have a coffee and chill um, Thank you God that your promises for us are, are huge and audacious and, uh, and eternal they're always there. They're always in front of us. They're always with us. They're in us. They're, they're for us. Um, God, please help us to, to focus on you. To focus on, on uh, your words, your, your intentions for us. To listen to you, Father God, and then and and act on that by loving you. By loving you through our actions and our words and our, and our everything, Father God. Thank you that you've created a. System that simply by focusing on you, uh, we do better. By focusing on you, hard tasks seem easier. By focusing on you, difficult decisions get more achievable, more more clarity. Um, God, we thank you that you've uh, you've built a system that works and that uh, that makes us all just so much better. And Lord, I just thank you that you're there with us every step of the way. And I just pray that you would help us to keep each other accountable and be accountable to you, God, to, to stay on that space, stay in that space, stay stay looking to you for answers uh, and then just loving loving in that space. Um, yeah, amen. Amen. Clap now. Thank you very much. Thanks for tuning in to the Freedom City podcast. If there is any way that we can help you survive and thrive in your everyday life, we'd love to connect with you. If you'd want to know more about who we are, just head to www.freedomcityfremantle.com. Until next time, take care.